Hey, Mike Costello here with Hunting Ain't Easy, and this is part two of a two-part uh, podcast. I'm on the on a call here with Charles from Howl for Wildlife, and we're talking about what makes me mad, <laughs> things that got me triggered, um, talking about um, the in, the in, inherent like bias of the anti-hunters against basically it's just a lifestyle they don't agree with um, even though it's sustainable and, and practiced by you know a diverse group of you know humans worldwide um, and how that bias of the anti-hunters is is very much um, it's kind of an anti-human rights movement of their own it's uh it's the antithesis of social justice it's the antithesis of giving people opportunity and and um kind of having a level playing field for anybody and everybody to get out into the woods and and with a purpose and be able to participate in what is the most effective and sustainable wildlife management platform in the world um and so we're talking about that we're also talking about we get into the second half. I think we get into some of the, the issues or frustrations I have with some of the NGOs that that are not, in my view, leading from the front. They're they're practicing. Um, their their practices are really stuck in in a in a model of advocacy that doesn't include the citizen hunter um, aggressively enough, and that's why we've lost our voice in the in the in the mainstream community as well. So talk about that, probably going to ruffle some feathers by actually naming some names that, that come to mind. Um, you know, I've got my opinions. Uh, what I talk about are, are factual, you know, kind of misses where I think organizations have not participated and, and they haven't like they haven't been in the room when I thought that they should be in the room. So um, they've all got their own ways of doing their work. Um, some of it we have visibility to some of it we don't have visibility to. Um, we do see the results and we see the trends and, um, and I can tell you right now that howforwildlife.org by creating a portal, an action center and a portal for individuals like myself and just like you to, uh, learn about issues, uh, regardless of where they're located and then choose to, in just a couple clicks, participate in the advocacy effort, um, by creating that portal, how for wildlife is driving engagement driving participation in advocacy and creating positive results and there's nothing that would be more powerful than if all of the other orgs and legacy institutions that supposedly represent hunting as a management tool and hunting opportunity and also support the success of wildlife on the landscape all those legacy orgs could get involved at the same level, whether they wanted to duplicate the tools that Hal's got or participate in the tools that Hal's got, we could absolutely force multiply this thing and help educate non-hunters to understand and support what it is and how hunting is intrinsically human, but also how hunting supports wildlife success worldwide. Whether those people choose to become hunters or not, it's really up to them. I, it's it's not that's not the that's not my agenda. Um, 
the main thing is is how do we force multiply our ability to communicate to the non-hunting public and share our stories effectively so that when those anti-hunters groups manipulated data and highly emotional advertisements asking for funds funding to go pursue another legal challenge on you know endangered species act or something like that how do we take the air out of the room and basically remove their support um, so that true wildlife management can happen true conservation can happen with hunting as a tool that is respected and valued and supported not demonized in the public eye so anyways I'll get off my soapbox, jump on into the second half of this call with Charles from How for Wildlife, and uh, feel free to, to, to send me your thoughts. Agree or disagree, I'm looking forward to your input. And agree or disagree, go to howforwildlife.org. Get in there, it's free to join, it's free to participate. There is a membership level that helps sustain and support How for Wildlife um, and opens you up, opens some doors to, to other benefits of being a member at Howl for Wildlife, but uh, just go there, howlforwildlife.org, and check out the Action Center. Find some things that you you align with, and in just a few clicks, hit send, and uh, become part of the process and become part of the, the community that's, that's, that's driving good change and supporting things that are of value to us. So thanks a lot. Part two, coming up. There's biases everywhere. Like, you know, there's we all have biases. Um, well, one of the anti-hunting groups said in a commission meeting, "Yep, um, we are just kind of placating and and kowtowing to, you know, the small minority of white guys who live out of right. the country." Right, and they made a mistake because and... it's like, first of all, they yeah. o they showed their hand. Well, and 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 when they say only X percent, only three percent, or only one percent. I want to, you know, I want to raise my hand. And I think we all need to raise our hand and say, hey, whoa, whoa, time out. When, when in 2023 did we start legislating out sustainable, innately human activities because they're participated by a minority of the audience? Like, did, did I miss the memo? Yeah. That that's okay now? Like, like, cause I, I think we've changed. I think we've gotten to a point where, acceptance understanding tolerance of things that are different than you is is right and i and i'm gonna say i agree with that it is right so how does this how do these very informed and you know all-knowing self-righteous anti-hunters get to now decide which minority activity which activity in engaged in by a small group of people is supposed to be okay like hell no like no 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 and then i also want to point out and i think we in mass should is like if you go back through history at what points of time have large segments of a culture been forbidden have been has the opportunity to hunt or source food sustainably been taken away from them are those good moments in, our, in human history? No, never. I would say no. They're not good. <laughs> they're not. They are not good moments yeah. in human history. And so when I see one of those, I, I'm like, I'm with the anti. I'm like, hey, which are you? Like, let's look at the moments in human history where mm. the right to sustainably take harvest food, the right to like 
use public land, the right to hunt has been taken away from large segments of culture of society. Which of those moments of human history do you align with? Is it the colonial? Is it the slavery? Is it the, uh, you know, wiping out Native America? Like, which one of those groups are you part of? Because that's, and they're like, oh, I'm not like that. I'm like, yeah, you are. (laughs) This is one of the reasons, one of the reasons why I love you, because you have that 10,000 foot view um, (laughs) of that, which sometimes I, I don't think of. And but that's really important. And I think that's important for the messaging and what we can, what we can complete, you know, what we can get out there when we start mainstream messaging, some of these awesome things that have to do with hunting. I, I have your shirt on. I mean, it's not your shirt, but you sort of made it the up. The hunting is humane. Yeah. yeah we, need, I need to, human. we need to start humane. pumping those out. Yeah. Howl has a, Howl has an action item right now that everybody should go to go to Howl, go to the action center, New York, mm, yeah, New York, along with many other communities. I mean, hell, even like county supervisors get in this BS. Community states, New York is doing it now. The idea of outlawing what the importation of trophies, the big of, five yeah. of animals, yeah, from uh, Africa, yeah, and and it's in the problem is again, there's a void of supporters. There's a void of, of there's a vo- there's a big vacant space of support for this because how many of us go to Africa to hunt? Like now we're talking tiny numbers of people. It's very easy to be classist about because who goes to Africa to hunt? Rich people. So now you can get now you can make it a class envy thing. People that have a lot of money, class envy thing. And then none of us really know, very few of us know somebody that does this. So we're not going to relate. There's a, there, there's a relatability gap to it. But the, at the end of the day, when you get to the data, legal regulated hunting that costs a shit ton of money <laughs> has built back wildlife populations. It funds million acre preserves for wild for for wildlife it has been the it has been a foundational cornerstone to the success of conservation in africa who the hell is new york to want to strip away the number one economic tool that makes lion and elephant and rhino success happen in africa who are they to do that Well, they're nobody and they're trying to just, here's the thing about that bill. And I didn't know about that until this year. Yeah. Um, apparently federal law overrides whatever New York is going to do because it's already been decided. Does it? That, well, and this is where I kind of i'm like well i don't know because there's always something well who regulates the customs and borders customs and borders is going to regulate it coming into the u.s so so the new this this has happened i think for the fifth year in a row okay and the governor of new york vetoed this on i think december 31st of 2022 Mm -hmm. and then it and then it came back so i'm told that it's just you know these senators that are you know it's it's a um 
It's a fundraising strategy. It's a fundraising strategy. Yeah, it's exactly. a fund, and that's the, that's it's, the other part of it. What's what's the word I'm looking for when you when you want to just make a a point to the public or to, to your constituency? Um, what's it it's called a, when you're I don't doing know, it's that? Just a platform. It's just a yeah. There's a. I'll think of it. In a little it's bit. a fundraising strategy. Yeah. They know it. They know it does nothing. They know it will probably lose, but they make their headline. They put their big ad out, and people go, "Oh my gosh!" I'm a, and they send them fifty bucks. So, last year was our first year getting involved with this, and kind of everybody was on it. And then maybe now people have just found out more information that, well, federal law overrides it, so it's not possible for this to pass. Um, but I don't really care. I want to tell those people, fuck off. You yeah. know what I mean? Here, <laughs> We disagree with it. Here's why. There's a lot that went into that action. There's a lot of emails and a lot of, um, you know, texts that they're getting. Yep. Um, fuck off with thinking that way. Yeah. You know? Um, it, and, and honestly, I'm always kind of suspect of, well, what about this? What about this? Maybe there's a judge that can come in and override this. Sure. So when I sure. see something like that, get involved. Yeah. Get involved. Make your voice, make your voice heard. And the, you know, the more, the merrier. Right. You know, and, and if it's going to get vetoed again, then great. We can call it a win. Yeah. And that'll just carry on to the next thing, you know? Absolutely. So, so I, th- I think there's importance in there, in that. Um, no, I, I, I totally agree. So, but, but, but with the kind of colonization idea that you were yeah. talking about, why can that not be applied to what's going on here in the States? And I think that it can and yeah no we should call it out like we yeah. should absolutely call it out that that's that saying that it's a minority participating activity well how many people bowl i don't know like how many bowlers are there really like hardcore yeah like in the league bowlers well maybe we should maybe we don't like that yeah like it's just it's 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 it is not it it should be stricken down and it should be attacked as a vacant argument. You cannot build your argument for this on, well, there's only so many people doing it. It doesn't count. Like, come in and say you don't like bear hunting. Say, I want to ban bear hunting because I don't like it. That's fine. That is intellectually honest. Cool. Be the person in the room that says it. But don't come in and say, I don't like bear hunting because nobody around me does it like nah that doesn't work like you don't get to speak for everybody in that way um but we have to we have to insulate ourselves as a community we have to be in communication with the non-hunters we need to we, we need that we cannot leave the arena of conversation empty with the non-hunters because otherwise somebody else will define what's being said there and it will, and that's all they'll hear. So we've got to fill that void. Um, This conversation has been way off base, by the way. (laughs) Oh, I'm pissed off. Like you, the whole thing is like, like what, like what triggers you? I'm triggered. So, so we, we haven't have, talked about what really triggers me on this yeah, issue. No, and we, we don't need even, to go there because I don't want to give that guy any more, any more. I don't want to give that guy any space or any any room or any any air. take the oxygen. I don't yeah. want to go th- go there. But but we've got to. So 
in Seattle, like I said this on Jim Huntsman's podcast, in Seattle, in LA, oh, where do all these orgs get their money? All the anti-hunting orgs. Do they get their money from people that live in Idaho? Not really. Do they get their money from people that live in Missouri? Not so much. They get their money from people that live in five cities on the West Coast and five cities that live are on the East Coast. They get like 90, I would bet that they get 90% of their money from probably 10 cities in the US. And it's the 10 cities where not enough people know that they know a hunter. And so we need to intentionally put stories of hunting and conservation, the linkage, like the absolute symbiotic linkage between hunting and wildlife success, hunting and human success, hunting and human history, hunting as a good and okay thing in front of those the people in those 10 cities and take the take the take the gas out of the engine for these anti-hunting orgs mm-hmm. well we have the money and we have the people if they were only utilized the money's I, there I, I don't remember who i was talking to yesterday it's a big, they it's said, a big i think community. we outnumber the the anti-hunters if only we showed up well, I mean, and yeah, no, we, we, ha- yeah, we have to show up, but we, yeah. we still, but we, I, I, I would like us, like, I think we need to take the fight proactively with really good messaging into those 10 cities mm-hmm. where there's marketing professional professionals yeah, out there. There's like, professionals that who can, who can sort of understand messaging and, and, take the best parts of what we do and how do we not speak to hunters because we're really good at speaking not, to hunters it's not going to be speaking yeah. to honey it's not even no. recruiting yeah no it's not even, it, it will recruit <clears throat> because people will be like oh I, I could join that camp i'm gonna go over and that that looks like a good camp to be in i'll go get be in that camp they might but, but not, i'll tell you what i'll it's be not the first to recruit to hunters. i don't i don't want any more hunters <laughs> yourself I, I don't but <laughs> I'm fine with there being more hunters, but I'm not trying. That, that yeah, to I get agree more with hunters. you. I want to work on the non-hunting public to accept hunting and to support hunting. Yes, whatever happens from there, well, that's you know, sure that happens. Absolutely. And look, we don't if, need more if, hunters. If we get if we get non-hunters to cut a check to one of the species-specific orgs because they support the mission and the right to hunt instead of cutting a check to, you know, humane society or center for biological diversity, because to feed, to fund their lawyers, to fund their legal fights and their constant, you know, legal attack and engine. If we, if, if we get some of the non-hunters to like send their $35 towards habitat management, there's more animals, there's more critters on the landscape. Um, and so whether they join, whether they, whether non-hunters become hunters, become active supporters of hunting and, and conservation, the North American model, or just become passive supporters as in they're not resistant to it, we, co- we come out ahead and it benefits, it benefits the wildlife, it benefits habitat, and it benefits our opportunity to do this because no hunters... Like, 
again, they use and and non-hunters view hunting as like the market hunting of a hundred years ago because that's what they're told. They're told we want to slaughter all the animals. We want to kill all the animals. We want to steal all the, like, like it's all these very hyperbolic, like kill them all, slaughter them all, take them all. Like that's not modern hunting. That hasn't been the case for decades. Um, and it's, I don't think it's the case right now. I don't think it's the case for, for the majority of people that hunt unless there's a, unless there's a management purpose, like in the East where there's too many whitetails, literally too many. Mm-hmm. Um, but our community wants more animals on the landscape. Like we want bi- biological success for more as many species as possible. I think we do. I do. I think, and I think yeah. most of us see it that way. Is there a social? Is that the right? Is there a social justice message that we have? Is that the right terminology? I would say, I, I yeah, I, I think there's a social social justice message. Um, I called it out in the bear hunting dialogue. Bear hunting in California is the longest season with the most the the greatest method of take opportunity between bow and rifle and muzzleloader, et cetera. It's the most accessible to any Californian in terms of geographic proximity to an open zone that has public land. And you don't have to wait in a draw. Anybody with a license can get a tag. And that is, and so if you take away an opportunity like that, you are removing the most accessible hunt on the landscape for actual meat. Like there's other stuff you can go after, but to actually go out and take an animal of substance, you know, a black bear and the adventure, like get all of the big game hunt, like feels and experience. That's the most accessible hunt for anybody. So from a diversity, equity, inclusion, opportunity, that is like the social justice, big game hunt in California is black bear. Well, I think that's what we should work on. Um, yeah. Okay. Let's also talk about hmm, how do I frame this? Are we going there? Are we going to do this? Howl for wildlife. <laughs> um, we're kind of the new kids on the block. Right. Um, Your nonprofit. We've been, we've been inserted into different coalitions and mm-hmm. orgs and conversations mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm. We like to get people involved. I mean, our our thing is what we we want to engage the masses. We want yes. to get the regular Joe involved. Like, hey, here's a commission meeting. Here's what's going on with that with commission meeting. Um, you need to know that for one thing, commissions hold so much power. Mm-hmm. They are to do with so much of the rulemaking of the hunting regulations that we have a lot of it is not your legislators so much of it is is your commissioners some of its legislators as well but anyways we've i feel like why we are different is that we instead of being an organization that fights for the rights of sportsmen Mm -hmm. we are kind of like the people's group we 
get the sportsmen mm-hmm. involved by giving them the tools. Like it kind of, it's kind of pulling back. Right. The you don't just saying, go and say, I represent these people. Yeah. No, no. We get the people to go there and represent yeah. themselves. Yeah. Here's how to get involved. Here's how. Here's how to get involved. Um, here's even some things to say. I mean, you know, <laughs> research it, please. Right. But we're trying to help you out here. Um, I think that's that's a new model. That's it. That is that, a different, I, that is a new model. There's a different approach yeah. to how the species specific orgs, yeah, have. I will, I'm going to do air quotes. Have led the process, right? That's and, a good way to put it. A, and, a, and, a, and it is a different model. And now you got me triggered. And what it's a, it's a new model, me but, off. It, but it is a new model. It is. A, it's a new model. It's different. Yeah. Um, I would say this. I would say that last year where citizen hunter advocacy, where that wave really built up and crested, the effects were largely positive and successful. And these were fights that when they started, the quote experts, the experienced seasoned professionals who'd been around the block a few times, weren't so sure if hunters were going to come out ahead on those. In fact, there was a lot of hunters who had been around the block a few times who prescribed or predicted failure. Yeah. Yeah. And to that, I say, no like this fight hasn't been fought yet like i don't care what happened 12 years ago i don't care what happened five years ago mm-hmm. like i'm going to show up and we're going to show up and I'm, we're going to we're going to coach people on how this works today and we're going to get as many people show up as possible and i think hunt citizen hunter advocacy is critical commissioners have said it themselves like you guys educate us like you the hunting community each of you brought your story your stories were different your reasons for supporting this were different but it expressed to us that there's a value here that's very like there's a diverse community of people that have a value set here that's important and we're going to support that it did it didn't win everywhere it didn't win in um it didn't win in washington but we think that like there's actually like there's coordinated efforts behind the scenes against against us there, but it won most like Colorado mountain lion hunting, California black bear hunting, what Vermont or New Hampshire right. field dog trials like like the, like yeah. there was big and little successes tons, tons. and yeah. and what what we're doing that's different that frustrates me. I'll go into it. Um, I want. I mean, how I, I love the hows here. How and how, maybe how will be a, a twenty million a year NGO mm. that can do like can do Imagine. all this that can do it all like we can we can do the billboards we can do the 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 elementary school education campaign where they don't only learn about the wolf but they learn about the entire like prey line of what the wolves eat too so we can value the wolf but we can also value the fawn and mm. the elk like let's let's do the whole ecosystem how might be there soon but right now today there is a leadership gap we are getting in citizen advocates we're getting hunter advocates engaged they can communicate through the portal 
the messages go to the right people, we can help get them to the meetings, but there is a leadership gap where the established NGOs are not, they're not helping, mm -hmm. they're not participating, they're not leading, they're not lighting the next firecracker on the citizen advocacy part of this. And it frustrates the hell out of me. Mm. It does me too. I mean, that's, that's why the, the things you said is why how started. Yeah, it's why, it's why you formed it <laughs> because yeah. there's this huge void. Yeah, I know there's, there's, there's a lot of different reasons. I think there's, there's a fear of losing a 501c3 status. Um, there's that. There's um, well, let's just let's just keep it. With, so there's that reason, um, and then there's that's sort of the tra traditional route of um, you know, having a lobbyist or whatnot who represents a ton of organizations and they go to battle for you. Right. This is how it's um, done. Yeah, which is fine. Which is great. Well, it's, it's fine. It's, except it's, wait, it's, on one hand. There's the, well, this is how it's done. Now their hand is like, we keep getting our asses kicked. <laughs> it's <Right>. like, <laughs> okay, time out. Like, this is how it's done. We keep yeah. getting our asses kicked. Okay. Can we do something new? Like, can we, can we, can we, can we do it new? Figure out can what we about add something to like, what you're can doing? Can we add something? Not, like not, to, uh, not throw yeah, away. Exactly. I don't want to throw away yeah. what's been done. I don't want to throw away. If you've got a lobbyist that can walk the halls of the elected offices and, and talk and make deals and get the inside scoop on something before it's public. Fantastic. Like we need that, but we need both. And I don't think there's any reason why if I had a mailing list of 10,000 members, and I knew that there's something like really juicy going on about big game hunting in my domain in my within my amongst for my constituency i would try to get them fired up like to yeah. me earning their 35 dollars a month is getting is doing the things proactively like yeah. i'm gonna drive i'm gonna say y'all come down like let's have a let's have a let's have a zoom call let's talk about the issues let's talk about the issues from the org's perspective here's what we think what do you guys think here, and come to, come carry this message. I'm a proud member of this organization. How come, have you heard, let's do this. Have you heard a single citizen hunter walk in to the Fishing Game Commission on any of these issues and say, I'm a proud member of such and such. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and this is what I believe. And I support their message. Mm -hmm. Nobody knows what the message is that the, that, that the such and such org, nobody yeah. knows what their message is. Yeah, no, they don't know. I, I would say if, if, if you're worried about your organization losing your 501c3 status and if you are hiring a lobbyist to kind of do the work for you, um, to, to a certain extent. For non-political stuff. Then, then what, it is non-political. That's right. Um, then what's the harm in, if you're not going to get involved, um, share the hell actions right get your member base involved how is that hurting you you know and if you're worried about <laughs> donations or us taking your members 
have a conversation with me. Let's do that. We can right. figure that out. Right. My, I want more people involved because we need more people involved. It's not me. It's we, yeah. the sportsmen, the, we need more people involved to yep. win this fight. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. There's, you know, 80 million, whatever there is sportsmen. Yeah. We outnumber the anti-hunters. I'm so yes, sick of the idea. And we that sure as hell outspend them. There's more of the them stuff that we think we care about money and all that. <laughs> no, it's just more of them are louder and more engaged. More of them are actually activists. There's this just absent field out there. There's this field out there who, of people who don't even know what's going on. At the last WRC being... meeting in California, the WRC meeting, the anti-hunters were there in force. And now they were absolute clowns. They made complete asses out of themselves. It's Thank fantastic. goodness, which is lovely. I, I love, it's great. It's painful to watch, but it is it is interesting and probably good to have the anti-hunters show up and just be complete jerkwads in front of, on a, on something that's being recorded. Yeah. <laughs> it can be turned into amazing reels down the road. But most of, I don't know if most, many, maybe half of the anti-hunters that spoke out of their canned speech from two-year-old bullet points that have been debunked already. Yeah, yeah. They all said the same thing. Most of them were like they they address them, they present themselves as affiliated with some org, some community org, some nonprofit, some local shelter, you know, animal shelter. HSUS, Project, Project Coyote, they were all representatives of some kind of anti-hunting org. They were agitators, uh, mm -hmm. executive directors, um, you know, community, whatever, organizers. And they all, and I'm like, and so there's two things with that. One, we are, we are presenting ourselves and we are like the hunters that come in and talk, they are individuals. Like the hunters that come in and talk are individuals. They're not paid to be there. They're not on the clock there. And I think that's awesome. We need that. We need, we need, we need more hunters that just present themselves. Don't talk from a canned speech, present their values. Mm -hmm. But there's almost zero people speaking from the orgs that most of us write a check to every year. There's nobody speaking from their heart as I represent this community directly from the species-specific orgs. Mm -hmm. And... And whether I write them a check or not, they're getting my money because a lot of them get funding through grants from the big game management account. So they're getting my money through tag sales. I want the lobbyists there to present the canned, like this is the crisp lobbyist statement. I want the orgs there too. I want, I want the, the habitat management director there. I want the conservation director there. I want the, you know, the public policy engagement director there. I want the orgs there because if they bring the community engagement director and they bring the habitat management director and they bring the other director and they each speak from their, from their view as the habitat person or the conservation person, 
we force multiply our voice. A lot of their membership don't even know this is going on. And that's even worse because yeah. they could say they don't have to send their they don't have to send a representative. Yes. They don't have to send a representative if they don't want to. But they could light a fire with their with their constituents and say, This is an issue. Right. And it's an important issue. We're not gonna tell you what to think, but this is what we think, and we think you should go and speak on it. And be like, right. Whoa, like, right. you know, light it up. And I don't I don't think that violates, you know. Doesn't the boundaries of their 501c3. I think that's what I'm getting at is that. Um, but I do think so. There's been a lot of obstacles that we've Mike gets fired up. Mike gets fired up about this, believe me. And he sends emails and you know. I try to throw it, I try to I usually delete more than I write. <laughs> yeah, you do, you do. You you <laughs> I, I see the first giraffe and I'm like, oh Jesus. You know, you know, I, I've made incredible relationships with so many people. Right. In spite um, of, in spite of me trying to sabotage them. Well, it's, it's, <laughs> it's just, you know, a lot of people I think are just they're like, who, who the fuck are these guys? Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Um, and it's like, all right, well, here I am and I'll meet with you and I'll continue the talk with you. And yeah, Hey, here's my hunting pictures and here's what I'm doing right now. You know? building a relationship yep um and there's kind of you know there's old ways and there's egos and there's there's just a lot of things going on it's just it's it's, it's the human element to everything to any kind yep. of type of relationship yeah and i don't disagree I think, and i think um especially now going into our second year and i have it's it's crazy there's so many people within the last week that have just messaged me or they're like, Hey, this bill's going on here. Mm -hmm. Big stuff, big, yeah. big stuff. It's not even in committee yet. Like it hasn't been written yet. Right. Can you help us? Because it's amazing that you're there to support us. That's good to see um, it before it's in committee. Cause as soon as it hits committee, hopefully we can light them up and, and they, have people engaged they kind of know what we do and they know okay. what we're willing to do and i'm like hmm, this is this is fantastic and yeah. then I'm, I'm getting texts like right now half an hour ago um we're gonna have a a meeting on how we can support you because nobody's shown this type of you're just available right and i'm like god you you other orgs are making it way too easy i mean right I don't know what you're doing. I'm not going to judge you either because I don't know what's going on. I don't no. know all the things that you do. I'm not involved in your organization. All I know is what it is I want to do. Right. Like where I think pieces are missing. Yeah. And fill those gaps. And I yeah. think as a whole, we can really get somewhere. We can, we can, what frustrates me is like, and, and Howl is not mine. I think like Howl is not mine. You created Howl. We have very similar mindsets about like why it should exist and what it can do and, and, and yeah. what things it should be involved in. Howl's not mine, but a year ago, six months ago, I have, I had a vision of like, when I go to Howl, like I want to go to, I want to go to the, the place like Howl and I want to see like, 
I want to see all the big speed, all the big orgs. I want to see TRCP. I want to see RMEF. I want to see MDF. I want to see Wild Sheep. I want to see all the big orgs on the national, on the main landing page, the national orgs. And then when I go into like my state issues, I want to see like California deer, mule deer, you know, California wild sheep. You know, I want to see the, 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 the orgs that are in my state active. And I also, and then I want to see on the other side, I want to see Sitka, First Light, you know, Weatherby. I want to see the industry players. And to me, it's like, I want to see the industry players that are putting a couple cents, couple a dime or a nickel in into the machine to support it and i want to see the ngos that supposedly are hunter advocacy groups feeding content and people like they're not giving the people they're not they don't have to give up the people but like being an advocacy partner like when there's something as big as like mountain lion hunting in 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 colorado or bear hunting something something as big that's going to have like, it's got a blast radius beyond the state that it's in. To go there and know that the, the, the corporate, like the financial enterprise community is there. The NGO community is there. And like, we can bring this thing together and not have you and me and my, you know, on Instagram, like, Hey, let's tag 30 yeah. people. Hope they, hope they send a message, tag 30 more people. Hope they send a message, but yeah. literally be able to light up in a strategic manner. The email lists of existing organizations that have infrastructure so that we can send a million messages on something. Yeah. And we haven't taken any members. No members got no members. There were no members taken. Yeah. But that's like what I envision, and and I realize Howl is going to build that probably without some of those participants, without some of those. But that's like to me, that's like how it accelerates. Like, right. like we'll build it even if they won't come to the game. Hmm. But man, if they would just like step in and play, like because we can, like you know, it can be it. That's just, you know, that's where I get frustrated. It takes the right leaders, the right innovators, the right people who can really kind of sure see the future of things. Um, I think we lead from the front and they will follow. Yeah. Because it becomes trendy. And, you know, once things become trendy, it's like, oh, well, the market demands it. Right. And now you have to step on board. And, well, and, and people you know, start saying, how come so-and-so wasn't there yeah. in this meeting? Like, wh how, yeah. how come the anti-hunters have 17 different executive directors in the room and yeah, and the hunters are relying on, you know, Mike I, and I, Charles? I think, <laughs> you know, and everybody. <laughs> we have to be, um, I think we have to be sort of gracious sure. with that's right you know like for me i'm like all right we're we're gonna do these things that maybe haven't been attempted before let's let's just get this shit going and i'm more than willing to be gracious to anybody who wants to join the board like all right you know you guys did these things for so many years and you paid your bills and you made sure. your money and all that so that worked for you sure but the problem i'm seeing is i'm not sure where hunting is in the next 50 years right I'm, i don't care about I've never paid myself a dime for yeah. this. In fact, I'm in debt. Yeah, no, you're I, in the hole. You'll be in the hole I, on this for I, a long time. <laughs> I, I pay for this thing to happen. Yeah, you know, I have two absolutely. writers now. 
and I'm paying them. Like I haven't yep. paid myself back for any of this. I paid for right. all the software, all the yep. damn thing. It's fine. Um, well, because you're on a mission. Yeah, you're on a mission. There's a mission here. Um, we do need to be gracious. We need to be we need to be respectful of you know of those that are are you know everybody's got their mission and maybe there maybe maybe that's the maybe that's the thing is your our mission you and me maybe it's the different mission like and i think that's important like if if some of the orgs that are out there if they have a different mission okay doesn't mean i don't support the mission they've got i just need to intellectually process that i that maybe their mission's not the same mission as ours so i think that's important definitely yeah but behind the scenes, I'll send an email that's objectively factual. You all weren't there. I'm disappointed about it. Mm-hmm. Like, and if they call you because I, if they call you, Mike sent us this email. Is he going to talk about this podcast? <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Fucking call him. Go, go talk to Mike. I don't know. Yeah. He's the one that said, he's the one that sent you the email saying he wants you there. Yeah. You know? And so it's just funny to me. It's like, I'm going to send an email saying, I'm disappointed you weren't there. I expect you to be there. I expect you to have an opinion. I expect you as an organization who represents hunters in my state to have an opinion about this. And, you know, sometimes, well, I was going to say sometimes they do. Sometimes they do. Um, but, but that's not, to me, that's not being offensive. Maybe that's more aggressive than they've had before, but that's not, I'm not, I'm not attacking them. I'm calling out facts. These are facts. These are factual statements. I'm not sure the old school ways work anymore because um, hunting isn't looked at in the same way. Uh, and we're not delivering a new message. We're not delivering the message that is up with the times. Right. And I'm not saying change well, that. Hunters or, are. Well, we're starting to. Right. But but I'll give you a really specific example. Okay. Dan Ryan's petition. <laughs> um, now you're going to get me fired up. Yeah. I know for a fact. Yeah. I know Dan Ryan. I've known yep. him for years. I know for a fact that he contacted many orgs. Mm-hmm. However, and nothing happened and so he was like all right well i'm gonna write my own petition and he wrote his own petition which involved a lot of different subjects yeah and organizations were pissed off at him because they said they he didn't they didn't kiss the ring he didn't kiss the ring or they or he he surpassed them or went around right that's not the truth he tried right he's trying to make things better you know, it's on you. The onus is on you, these organizations, to make shit happen. Then don't, to be tied don't... in, to be connected to the community. Yeah, listen to your constituents. Do the focus groups. You know what? You know what Center for uh, Biological Diversity does. You know what Humane Society does. They do the focus groups to know what headline mm. gets people pissed off to send money. Yeah, like they do the focus groups. They do the constituency, like advocacy stuff they do the things that get people to write checks and to show up and and yet rant and rave and and come in with with factually incorrect information but they show up yeah your dan ryan's petition was introduced 14 months ago yeah we've all all of us have had 14 months 
to digest it and come up with an opinion about 27 items on there. And I've shared my opinion a lot on four of them or four concepts mm -hmm. that I think any big game hunter can get behind. Mm -hmm. And Hunter showed up. Hunter sent messages supporting those mostly, not all. Some are like, eh, I don't, I don't agree with you, Mike. I'm like, that's mm -hmm. fine. Like, have an opinion. Show up and s share your opinion about Dan Ryan's petition. Mm -hmm. Show the commission that we care about this. And Hunters did. There was literally thousands of hours of Hunters on the fishing game and the WRC calls. When you look at how many hunters showed up, how long those calls were, some of them were two days. There was a two-hour workshop focused on it exclusively, and there's like 80 hunters on that call, focused only on that issue. And then you look at the messages that Hal sent on behalf of, or via hunters going to the action portal, sending messages. Thousands of hours, thousands of messages. Hunters showed up. And factual statement, there's no judgment in this. I'm going to remove judgment from my voice. I'm reading, I'm reading a fact. <laughs> I think through all of the meetings and all of the WRC workshops and all of the Fishing Game Commission meetings, there was a lobbyist who showed up, maybe to everyone, but not to all of them. And there was one time that an RMEF rep showed up and it was because a, a, a similar topic that might have been a derivative of the work that went on, the conversation that went on with Dan Ryan's petition. Another, another topic came up about elk, which is very much a derivative of some of the conversations that were initiated through Dan Ryan's petition. All the other times, nobody else was there. And that's a fact. I don't know, and I don't know why. I don't know why. And I don't know if I should even be frustrated by it. But it is a uh, fact. But it is a fact. Yeah, it's, it's, man, I don't know what it is. I, I think I've seen this in, in a lot of states. There's a lot of this conversation about mm, we get things, you know, we get things done with, you know, behind the curtain. Mm -hmm. and all right, well, I don't know. It kind of seems like we're losing. Is that, is that working? Maybe some of it's successful. Maybe some of it's not. I just. What does that mean? We're doing it. We're, we work behind the scenes. Yeah. Like you don't want to make things public. You don't want to, but to me, it's like, all right, well, wait, we're working on the side of truth. We're working on the side of science. Why can't we take this message? Why are we so afraid of this message? Because Wendy Keepover says trophy hunting is when you take a picture of an animal. Because the Humane Society, which is has, such has, bullshit, because yeah. the anti hunters have put us into a position where mentally we want to hide in the dark corners of, of of the room and not take any flack, not offend anybody. It makes me question who you know. We always act like we're big and tough and all that. I'm like, well, who are the fuck are the alphas here? <laughs> I mean, for real. It, it bothers me. I'm like, well, yeah. wait a second. You know, you, or what are we standing behind? Because he kills something that makes you an alpha? Because you hunt that makes you an alpha? I, I'm not sure your personality stands for that. Um, You know, if we have all this on our side and we're afraid to use it, that's right. what drives me crazy. Yeah. Now, I know 
there are power struggles. There are organizations that have been in existence for a long time and they've done great things. Sure. I, I don't want to say they haven't done, but if somebody comes along and they're not in your organization or your organization isn't getting the full credit for something, you got to look at the content because, mm-hmm. I mean, listen, how Howl exists and people are going to be involved. The wave is coming. Right. The people are coming. Right. You either figure that out. Yeah. People or, are learning. People are learning to discern. Is this a is this a commission issue? Is it an elected issue? People are starting to learn that. Like figure it out. Like where do I apply the pressure? Out where do what's I send going the message? On behind the curtain? Yeah. They're figuring out, oh wow, I can be involved in this. Right. I can do these things. Right. Um, we're kind of like the people's champion in a right. way. But that's great. Yeah. Learn how to work with that. Yeah. You know, let's get things done. When we have a commission in California that is actually pretty pro hunting right now more than ever um, let's <laughs> like let's hold on to that let's take advantage of that yeah let's do let's some get work some things done right no I, I mean you know i understand the frustrations and i'm friends with all these people and i've become friends with all these people yeah it's like it's just trying to like kind of and i don't mean to be an antagonist i don't you know i i do not I like it that you are. <laughs> I love it. Well, somebody, bulldog, somebody needs to like yeah. poke them on this stuff. Like, like somebody, like, you know, last year, I mean, I, I emailed RMF. I'm like, who's going to be who? like, I presented like a structured argument for why I think we should have more elk tags in California. The herds are here. They're expanding geographically. The numbers are there. We have a method of take problem. We rifle hunt during the rut. Like who does that? Like, it, I mean, I realize if you if you get that tag, it's like the golden ticket. Awesome. Good for you. But we could flip it instead of going 100%, like, instead of we do 100% take per tag, hell, just go to 20%. Most states are 5 to 10% success. Go down to, like, 20% success, modify the, the seasons and the method of take, and now all of a sudden, with no new animals taken, we're taking, we've got five times more. Mm tags being sold and we can do something with that money give it to give it to rmef and do more elk transfers like like do work do work and so i'm picking on them i'm I'm not picking on them this is fact these are facts i sent this it took three times to even get an acknowledgement from the idea and i sent it to the right people and i know they knew that i'm trying to be involved in the community and they're just like, yeah, we'll get to this later. Now they did say we'll get to this when there's when the elk biologist is there. And now that we have an elk biologist, he, things are moving. But I went to a Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation dinner last year. I'm like, there's no elk mounts. Like I'm in the heart, I'm in the center of California, and there's not even like a borrowed elk mount from Bass Pro Shops. There was zero discussion of elk management in California. There's zero discussion of let's have some goals for California. Let's do some fundraising to fund those goals for California. There was zero discussion of the bear hunting petition to ban bear hunting in California. And it was in February of last year. Like, how can I go to a big game hunting banquet and not have any of these issues talked about? Mm-hmm. And the response was, 
it's a dinner. We like to drink, eat some steak and, and, and bid on, I'm like, like, though, that's, I think that's a problem. I think, I think, I, I think the audience is smart enough to listen to a 15 minute program on what, what, what the org is doing in the community to better the, the initiatives that support the constituents. Like, yeah, you go to any nonprofit fundraising dinner, right? They give you a little bit about what they're doing to advance programs that support what's important to the constituents. I think it, 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 it depends on who's involved. Um, sure. There's, there's new people coming in who are, who are certainly a bit more active and understanding of, of what we are saying. Yes. There's, there's old ways of doing things that work for a long time. Yes. But, um, I want to see change. You know, and, and I want to see the, sh- I want to shit get, I want to see shit getting done. Like, it's like, yeah. like, you know, they'll be upset. People will be, oh, I can't believe you threw them. Like, I'm not, I'm not making like, these are facts. These are facts. And if they don't like me sharing the facts of how things went, ultimately, we're then they can change what they're doing. Yeah. Ultimately, we're trying to make things better. Yeah. You're, you're giving an experience where it's like, you know, this could have been better. As a consumer and- of nonprofit fundraising events, I go to way too many for all. I go to way too many of them every year. I've seen a lot of them. I've seen, I've seen nonprofit fundraising events raise boatloads of money. Um, and these events probably do too. But as a consumer of it, I'm like, it didn't really hit the mark for me. Like it, I, I was surprised at, at the, I was surprised at the gaps that were there. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, I was bummed. I was bummed because like we were in the midst of this bear hunting issue. And it's like, there was a hundred people, 150 people in the room. Many of them probably didn't even know about it. They didn't know what they could do. About no, they didn't. No, they didn't they know didn't. what they, they didn't know about. It. They didn't know what they could do about yeah. it. And like, what an opportune moment to say in five minutes, like say, Hey, everybody get their phone out, go to the, Go to the species org like website and hit this action button. Everybody right now, do it now. They, they didn't know about it. And how do we convince them to share our actions and make everyone happy? Because, you know, they're like, oh, you want, you know, you want our member base, but you want to sell them membership. So they're going to donate to you and they're going to take away from us. Okay. Well have that conversation with me. Let's figure that out. Cause I'm more than willing to be like, oh, you want donations? You want us to raise money for you or whatever? Like, let's do that. I'm not even concerned about that. I'm no. concerned about when there's this issue, we need all the people involved. Right. Okay. Right. If if you want to, let's just talk to me about it. If you want to make money, if you, you know, concerned about this, let's right. talk about that. Let's figure that out. Come in, come in and say, this yeah. is what's important to us. We're aligned here. How do we address that? Yeah. Here's what's important to us. Here's what we're concerned about. Yeah. That is how, that's how this stuff gets done. And those yeah. are the conversations that I, I know they're starting to happen. They are. Those are yeah. the conversations that, you know, I would say to anybody, like come in and say, this is what's important to us. This is what we're concerned about. Where's the, where do we overlap on, on initiatives and opportunity and let's start getting it done. Let's just, yeah. let's find a way to get it done. Cause I believe, um, I believe that there's like, 
the billboards like we need those we yeah. need we need we need electronic billboards in seattle so that people realize that they know a hunter like mm -hmm. we need that tomorrow mm -hmm. and you know you i've told you like i see this as like a million dollar fundraising campaign you know i want to see hunter hunters i want to see hunters drop a dollar i want to see the hunting industry and the hunting ngos do some matching and i think we need to build we need to build a media campaign yeah. um, to get the word out, to start building that inroad into um, the non-hunting mindset. It's an absolute necessity. Yeah. 100%. Um, but I see it. I see it. You know, people are telling me just yesterday, they're like, man, you guys are really, I've never seen anything like this. You're really supporting us. You're, you're getting involved. Good. And how do we get you money? You know, and I'm like, God, you know, to me, I'm just like, you other orgs, I don't know what you're doing, but you're making it kind of easy for us. Right, right. How do we get you money? I like your car. Can I put some fuel in it? Like, yeah, like, let's figure yeah. it out. Let's put some fuel. Yeah. Let's put some, let's fuel the rockets. Yeah. So we're, and, we're, doing, uh, the, we're doing the wolf thing. And light and, the match. In and, and Colorado, which apparently people are scared to step up to. And I'm like, I don't, I've been waiting for this, <laughs> you know, is this, like, is this I, getting wolf management policy solidified? Yeah, it's, it's yes. Yeah. It's, okay. it's wolves are going to be on the ground. There's yeah. just no question about that. That's a fact. Mm -hmm. So deal with it. Mm -hmm. Um, it was before us, by the way. So, right. you know, whatever. It's just, it's been voted in for Colorado. Yep. Um, there's a wolf management plan within the existing wolf management plan. There is lethal method of take in that management plan. It's critical. Um, if you wait too long, there's some things going on politically, which may change that management plan. And yeah. their wolves might be classified as a non-game species and you might not be able to hunt them. Now, Yes, there's been some laws and things. I, I, I don't know the full details of that, but we, with regards to, you know, what's currently going on, mm -hmm. we will have an action and direction of how to get involved um, w that relates to what's actually going on. So yeah. here's the facts. Here's the reality of the situation. We, we can't subtract anything or add anything. We can just say, here's the reality of what's going to happen, and here's how we need to take action on this. Here's how we can hopefully come to a conclusion and make it the best possible outcome. Right on. That, um, how do people... We can, that we can expect. So you've got action plans in development in response to regulatory legislative issues that people are like, hey, did you know about this? Did you know about this? So you, those are... They're in development now. How does the average hunter in California, in Idaho, in Florida support or even know to support, like what, how do they know when and how to get involved on this wolf issue in Colorado or any other issue? What's the best way to know what's going on? Oh, so sign up. So then once okay. you sign up, you're automatically a part of our email on the website list on the website. And yeah, that's free. All that are. Totally that's free. free. Totally yeah. free. So I can I can be I can be a free member or a free participant in Howl. Yep. And the website howlforwildlife.org. Yep. 
Go to sounds join. Like, sounds like sounds like one of the anti hunting groups. Definitely on purpose. <laughs> um, or howl.org. Yeah. Howl.org, howlforwildlife.org, Instagram, howlforwildlife. Yep. Uh, howl or, underscore org. Howl underscore. I think I had howl for wildlife also, but I don't. I don't really. Okay. Howl underscore org. Yeah. And that's obviously really easy to look up. Um, and through those channels. No magazines, <laughs> no direct no. mail postcard. No. I get, I get, I get, that I get direct mail. I get direct mail. Your membership has expired <laughs> from some yeah. of these. It's like, oh my gosh, send me an email that says protect yeah. hunting in Colorado and I'll send you 50 bucks. Yes. Like, like send me that email. Don't send me a letter with an envelope with a return mail envelope from 1982 that yeah. that like costs money to send i'm like it's, it's so it's so and that's the problem it's from 1982 i'm glad you're saying that because i i feel like i'm the i'm the wrong <laughs> i am not the target audience don't I, send me I'm, a magazine yeah about like the, sure the four issues like read that, magazines right anymore. i i just maybe there are but i'm not i'm looking at a few i have now i do read field ethos um because it's kind of interesting but there's a few others here. I'm not going to name them, but my God, that, that costs a lot of money. That's like half of your membership dues. I know is the magazine thing. And I kind of just throw them away. Yeah. They're, they're, it's not current. I can see better. I mean, yeah, whatever it's, it, we're saying the same thing, but yeah. Yeah. Like, so it's free to sign up. There's no magazine. Sorry. Yeah. If you wanted one, there isn't, but it's free. Yeah occasional emails so when how, how often does a howl action email uh, go out? basically only when there's an action I so know. when there's something important yeah it goes out and then yeah. and obviously important is relative if it's like a big scale national issue if it's uh or if there's a bucket of two or three items goes out in an email and then there's instagram yeah i'm learning how to do it all i've never done any of this before but yeah. yeah but it's but but that's <laughs> nah. the thing is it's simple like it's it's yeah. a very it is a zero barrier to entry and mm. and i had fallen behind so i'd fallen behind on my action center engagement mm. and i realized that i'm like i'm just gonna go sitting there on my phone on the couch literally hit the seven however many current actions like this i think seven current actions in like four minutes mm put my information in kind of what's the issue. Okay. It's not saying something's I agree. Like I agree with this and you can spend as much time as you want as a consumer and user of it, like learn the platform, learn the issue. You can read the message. You can customize the message. Mm -hmm. I trust the messages that you, that you create and, and the, the people that help write for how create anyways, literally four minutes, seven messages. By the time I was done, I had like 30 auto responses from the, the candidate issue mm, in yeah. my email. They're all in French because they're from Quebec. And so yeah. I like, it's that effective. Like the emails went out on my name, not in your name. Mm. And by the time I was done, I had auto responders from their offices in my email, which means I know they got it. Mm -hmm. It's that easy. Like how for wildlife, the action portal is so easy. I had some complaints about, <laughs> I filled out this action and I got a bunch of autoresponders 
It's like, and one it's guy was it worked. Like, one guy was like, I'll just take this as a loss. And I'm like, hold on a second. Are you reading the autoresponders? Number one, they got it. Th- this, this is telling me whatever action center you used in the past, it probably never went to anybody. Right. Like if, if you're saying you're surprised you got a response back, I'm like, okay, because we went to the right people. Yeah. All legislators have an autoresponder because they get all kinds of messages. Right. But read them. Some of them are, where are you from? Some of them are, hey, we get a lot of emails. Give us some time. We will yeah. get back with you. A lot of times by law, there's they have to get back with you. Sure. It's, it's a part of it. Um, so read that. And then some of them, and uh, Mark Hall, Hunter Conservationalist, his podcast, mm-hmm. he did a... Uh, like a reel today or a story today and somebody was commenting and this is definitely not the first time i heard of this on the c21 issue in canada mm-hmm. is holy crap one of the one of the um uh one of the legislators not, one of the, one of the legislators yeah i can't remember it in canada they bail. They're, called, they're called something else yeah but um got back with me and is like let's yeah. engage on this issue yeah and i've heard this quite a few times now and you know they're democrats they're the liberal party but they are you know they're not in agreement with the amendments that have Mm -hmm. happened here Mm -hmm. to take away all these you know it's affecting hunters in, in canada and i'm like this is this is great that's that's it and when somebody gets back with you don't just be blank on it say yeah i live in the states yeah but I I hunt in Canada. Right. Or I plan the hunt in Canada. Yeah. Me personally, I aspire. I, on... I aspire to hunt in British Columbia. I aspire to hunt. Yeah. You know, I I want to go to Banff and go skiing. Like I want to yeah. be a participant in your economy and your wildlife and your outdoors. And this, yeah. I'm not going to vote with my dollars for. So as the individual, you know, taking action here, look at the overall picture. Right. The volume that's coming into them mm-hmm. and the message they will, even if they're like, oh, this person isn't in our province. Um, they're seeing the pressure. They're seeing the weight. They're seeing right. the amount of people that are involved in this. Right. And that holds a lot. That's, that's a lot right there. It's you know, why they're elected. They are elected. Yeah. They, I mean, elected is one, a few things. One they want less resistance, you know, two, they want, uh, lobbyist money. You know, they want financial support and they want less negative, you know, less pressure, less resistance. And so if they have something that looks favorable and they have a little bit of support, but it's a lot, it's philosophically aligned with them, that little bit of support will get it over the line. But if they get a little bit of support and a lot of resistance, they'll be like, ah, maybe I'm not going to, maybe I'm not going to support it. Like maybe this isn't, this isn't my winning case. This isn't my thing. Like, so like, you know, Wiener, Bear Hunt, California introduced <laughs> the, introduced this legislation. I guarantee you the anti-hunting orgs, the anti-wildlife orgs went to him, talked to his staff and they're like, this is a slam dunk. They're like, this is a layup. Like only with so many people in California hunt bear, 72% like blah, 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 trophy hunt, blah, 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 bear, meat, blah, blah, blah. They gave him their, their spiel of lies and he bought it. 
He's like, oh, this is an easy win. This is an easy win. I'll get the support of all the mm-hmm. all the humane society, the anti hunters. They'll probably write me a check somewhere, maybe. Um, he thought it was an easy win, mm-hmm. and then he got like this massive avalanche from all corners of the state and out of the state of like hell to the no, you're not doing this. He pulled it. <laughs> I mean, we know we've talked about this a lot, but he pulled it. He he personally probably is against bear hunting, but he's not going to bet his political career on it. And so that's amazing. Yeah, that's the key. Like he probably is against bear hunting. He probably wants to support humane society, but not when the face of like, that's not, he's not going to like, he's not going to, it takes political capital. He's not going to spend all that much political capital on that issue. Yeah. When he knows that there's a lot of resistance. So he pulled it quickly. I do. I do wonder. It just happened to be, I wonder what would have happened. Hall wasn't a thing then, but I had just sort of decided like, man, I really want to get in the bear hunting. Yeah. And me too. <laughs> when, I, when, I, when I saw that, it just, I took it personally. Um, a lot of us did, but if we hadn't, if, if in the Facebook groups, oh, it's gone, it's, it's gone. You're never going to win. Like we lost this we lose this we're all we're losers we lose everything lose 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 there's a lot of people like that we lose everything don't bother mm-hmm. if oh, we yeah. had settled for that if we had settled for that i don't think i i think it would have probably been passed i don't if think we had hidden like, in the closet if yeah. we'd hidden away in the corners the dark recesses of the room and not talked about hunting, not talked about bear hunting, not talked about the value, not talked about the meaning and not riled people up, not gone to the duck hunters and said, CWA, we need your help. Not gone to the, not gone to duck hunters and said, we need your help. If we just like been like, Oh, let's just be quiet. Bear hunting would have gone away. I, I love that. Somebody today. And I, and I, and I don't, I didn't really know what to say. Um, I'll tell you this though. It was from, it was somebody from Rocky mountain elk foundation. They said, if it wasn't for how, um, we wouldn't have bear hunting. Cause it can't, cause the threat came back twice. Like it came back again and it, 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 was, it, it was in the regulatory for in the regulatory forum where it's easier. It well, was in conver- it can be it was in conversation about what happened last spring. Yeah. And I didn't really know what to say. I was like, Hmm. Wow. That's, that's a strong statement. I don't know if I agree, but I was really happy to be involved. And this is what yeah. I said. And, sure. and I'm just like, you know, I do feel that way. I will say this, um, the Washington bear thing. Mm-hmm. I think that dis- even though it didn't go our way yet, and I don't know where it's going to go, but I mm-hmm. think the whole entire conversation would have been over with last spring because nobody would have been involved. And I'm sorry, nobody else got right. It wouldn't have continued. Involved. Like it would no. have ended. You wouldn't have the wave of advocacy saying, yeah. "Here's these other petitions. We're going to keep it alive. We got to pull this back. We don't accept that answer." And that's why it's still alive with the change in the language to conservation focus and the purpose of the hunt mm-hmm. is because citizen advocates are not accepting of the answer. And now we've got other orgs that are like, okay, we're fueled. Some of the orgs are fueled by the citizen advocacy that's there. I I totally agree. I think it, 
bottom line is we need both we need massive citizen hunter advocacy yeah we need the organizational skill organizational capacity i don't know if it's skill it's capacity of some of the legacy orgs i call them legacy because they've been there a long time yeah you know and so those legacy orgs we we you put it all together and 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 we can do more yeah and not be on the defensive we can be on the offensive and really do things that help both opportunity and wildlife yeah and you know how just kind of provides the resources and i always yep. try to it's it's the people that were involved you mm -hmm. know that's oh that's yeah no you didn't you didn't sit there and send I'm, Fifty-two thousand emails. No, <laughs> like, and I've never, and I've never the, sit there and the, said the structure is there. Owl and I represent blah 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 blah. I show up as an individual, just like anybody else. And and you can only share and tag so many people on Instagram. Yeah. If other people aren't sharing that, and other people aren't saying, "Check this out. Go here. Yeah. Do this." Like if if like you can light, I can light a match. But if I don't have the right fuel up around that, I don't get a fire out of it. Yeah. And so, you know, you 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 how build really a lot of the, the structure pack. it's 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 all the people yeah it gets cool bring there. the pack grow the pack yeah. all that so yeah. well we've been going for two hours have we hit on really two hours yeah have no, we, been, we, did, have we, we hit on all, all the things. things that piss me off no no we we hardly hit on anything this was actually pretty pretty neutral honestly well um, i i i'm sure i'm sure i offended a few people yeah oh, maybe you'll you'll hear about it. they won't call me they'll call you yeah it wasn't um, that bad so bad. but no i mean my biggest thing you know what my biggest thing right now is i really i really believe we as hunters have got to tell our stories and be like i'm a hunter hello i'm a hunter like we've got to tell our stories and share them outside of the safe hunting only circle because we will find some people like, ah, I'm not into that. We'll also find people that are intrigued, like, oh, I didn't know you did that. Tell me more. Oh, I, th I think it's neat that you, like, oh, I think it's neat that you archery hunt. I have respect for that. Like, why? Like, because rifle hunting is so easy. Like, yeah, but rifle hunting during the season, it's almost impossible to find any deer. So, like, there's a give and take. Oh, I didn't know that about that. I didn't realize. I thought you guys just drove around and shot stuff. Nah. You know, so we share these stories <laughs> and the effort and the failures and, like we put it out there and into the community of non-hunters and people will be like, oh, I see it differently now. And then when they get that, that propaganda, they're going to, they're going to start to think twice about the propaganda that are being fed by somebody that's always asking for a donation, which is the anti-hunting orgs. Mm -hmm. So um well we'll just have to do this again if we didn't get into all the stuff that pisses me off no it's just this you know what this is great <laughs> um i love it let's end it i gotta go pee anyways yeah i think this is i think you, this had, is you had your two drinks this is actually pretty exciting you um, cut off man we'll do we'll do some more later uh um, yeah thank you mike i appreciate you and what you're doing and um it you know i mean we're having fun with it and but we're also getting something done and and thankfully we're getting something done because there's literally thousands of people tens of thousands of people that have an appetite yeah for exactly what house providing 
Um, and we just gotta, we just gotta broaden that base. I love it. All right, cool, man. man. I'll All right. We'll later. see ya. Yep. And that's a wrap. I don't know if I should congratulate you or apologize <laughs> for a more than two hour, uh, podcast broken apart into two, two sections there. Um, thank you for getting to the end. Thank you for listening. Uh, looking forward to your feedback. Disagree, agree, ideas. What do you think about the the idea of a media campaign? Um, what do you th think about the idea of hunters throwing down a couple bucks and then getting matching funds from everybody else in the uh, all the different institutions and corporations and organizations that are part of this community? And c collectively, we put together a massive uh campaign ability to support defend and represent hunting in the non-hunting public's eye and to take kind of take the air out of the room for those anti-hunting wildlife orgs that truly are not benefiting wildlife they're truly coming after your ability to participate in this wonderful activity and sport that is sustainable and uh and healthy for both wildlife and humans alike so what do you think about that idea of the media campaign? Um, and then as far as the other issues that I brought up, um, looking forward to your feedback. I know there's gonna be some blowback from people that think I shouldn't have named any names, but these are facts. These are people or organizations that are or are not in the room when we're talking to uh, commissions and, and whatnot. And so uh, I, I anticipate some, some words um, and I look forward to that dialogue. So thanks a lot for listening through. And uh, it's advocacy season. It's also hunt planning season. So while you do your hunt planning, look at those tag draws, make sure you're doing your advocacy work as well. Get involved, stay informed, and participate. Hunting ain't easy. <laughs>